It's Thursday, October 21st, and today is National Reptile Awareness Day. So heads up, there are reptiles. Be aware. And you are watching in or listening to Uniform Exchange. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Hello, gentlemen. Were you were you aware that there are reptiles? No. Well, now you know. Thank I was you. aware because uh, there's some reptiles not snaking me a new microphone for the. Oh, sorry, Mike. You're Mike. You're breaking up. You're Mike. You're, you're breaking up there, Mike. Sorry. I'm. I'm not going to talk. I'm going on mute. <laughs> you guys have a good podcasts. Uh, if you're listening, I apologize. If you're watching, I will be mouthing my responses the whole show. <laughs> That's the quickest we ever got into mute. It God, is. this was good. We're going to have is. a good show. I'm turning up your mic a little bit, Mike. Now you keep talking, you'll sound a little louder. Okay, man. Well, guys, just be aware, reptiles are a thing. Uh, also, on this day in 1959, the Guggenheim Museum opened. And uh, ironically, we just got word that they would like a copy of the first episode of Uniform Exchange. So we're going to send that over to the Googs now. Goog for them, man. Goog for them. Yeah. 62 <laughs> years later. <laughs> 62 years later. Josh uh, gets the dag joke counter going with one ding. <laughs> ding. Ding. Well, guys, welcome to Uniform Exchange, a comedic look at sports, sports, business, live entertainment, and so on. Let's meet our panel who has promised, I swear, they have promised to let me introduce them without interruptions this week. I, they came to me on their own and said they weren't going to talk during the introduction, into, during the, uh, introduction. so I'm going to trust them. Uh, I'm Michael Myers, owner of the Sports Marketer, and Chris, you're welcome to say... It's subsidiaries. Exactly, including Birdie Box, the greatest luxury theme platform ever, ever created. Uh, I've been in sports and music marketing for 20 years because I am old all right first up a man who understands the most important part of comedy we'll come back to that uh actually i'm going to say that again a man who understands that the most important part of comedy is timing it's timing, timing. that's right who was it um, was it josh josh was so Josh, a music and a music and beer marketing lover Improv comedian, father of three, Goose Island's very own dad number two, Mike Smith. Just what like our show, so low. <laughs> the numbers of people watching. <laughs> All right, next up, this guy loves the NBA. He watches it. He knows it. He's a Yankees fan. He's a Lankers fan. Loves the underdogs. Seven years of sponsorship and media expertise and an Ohio Bobcat, the big sports guy, Josh Kyles. Oh, you, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. And lastly, after serving for the Allies in both World War I and World War II as head of communications, 90 years of experience marketing sponsorship, activation, branding, and evidently cryogenic pausing. Owner and CEO of Team Marketing Report, the angry one, Chris Hartweg. Thank you for having me back this week. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. I like that oh, a lot. Since uh, speaking of the mail being crappy around here, yeah. UPS not showing up. Ooh. Did they? Since I'm not since I'm not 21 yet, I got my water here. <laughs> Cheers. Did they deliver you the wrong beer? That's not Goose Island. And Josh, 95 percent of beers water. You're on it, buddy. And Myers Diet Coke. Just for Bring the record, my hands aren't small. This is a giant bottle. Oh, is that and your hands meter? are small. <laughs> Listen, China. Uh, hey. Actually, I think that was Arnold Schwarzenegger doing Donald Trump, I believe, right there. Which that wasn't good. Like a disgusting it image of Arnold Schwarzenegger doing Donald Trump. Okay, guys, I think it is time for. Rack it up, rack it up. I got a there's a lot to cover this week, and we're going to start things off with the NFL. Yes. Whew. I've heard of them. 
Yes. Well, guys, the good news is there is literally nothing to see here, and that is a relief. They have gone through every single one of those 650,000 emails, and it turns out that the only person to say anything offensive over all 650,000 emails was John Gruden. So mm -hmm. else there. Nothing else there. Have you guys have you guys been following this story? Have you heard about this? You know what I'd love to do? How many here have uh, email, just email in general? Doesn't matter what program, Google, uh, Ask Jeeves. Lycos. I use Lycos. Lycos. So you go to your email and you can do a search and it goes through all your emails that you've ever had, right? You just type yep. in a word and it goes through and it, and it brings up the highlights. Mm -hmm. I would love just two minutes with this search and <laughs> type in some random words and see what pops up. Like, make it live and just be like, here's what we're dealing with. Yeah. You're just going to, like, jump in and be like, Jews, and just see what happens. <laughs> just, just, just see, see what, what happens. happens right? Just what comes the wall up? of the search engine. <laughs> Nothing here to see besides that one guy. Bullshit. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josh can't get over the one word I chose. What if, what if it was like really respectful? Like we need to make sure to take off the high holy days for all the Jews. Look, like you, you would find that. that you, you would find absolutely it. find that, and you would be able to send a nice note to whoever sent that out. I mean, maybe uh, we can do next week top ten one word things you would want to search in there. <laughs> Go through it. Like mine would be kneeling. And what could you get from that? I don't know. Good, bad. Oh, this is. We should really open this up to the internet. If you're watching or listening at home, please let us, please let us know what you would search if you had the chance to type. <laughs> yeah, everybody, we, we can search. see the, we can see the comments live. We people. can see like, send, send us yeah. in. Send and if in. they don't say what they said last week, we'll put them up on the screen because last right. week's were that pretty aggressive. Uh, speaking of aggressive, Mark Davis is pissed. Uh, he's pretty sure that the fix is in. Um, he doesn't believe that if his last name, and I think he used five last names, which these guys show up every week. These are the same guys that are brushing off the mosquitoes from the law firm and uh, from the from the judge in St. Louis. But Jones Hunt, Rooney Craft, Tamara, he said if his name was that, then none of this would have happened. He's probably not right. Probably not wrong. I mean, no, he's, he's right. probably not wrong. Um, he's does right. he have a two-year-old cut his hair? Who cuts his hair? And what? Have you all? You've all seen this, right? I it's wish called I had a, a it's called a bowl cut. Okay, no, it's fashion. Yeah. If I tried to eat soup out of a bowl like that, it would all fall out of one side. Like it's 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 this high up here, and this it's it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's hideous. It is hideous. It's Who, hideous. That can't. It has to be intentional, right? Oh, he no. He thinks he looks good. No, he there does. there there was a story in like the L.A. Times no or something. They interviewed the stylist, and he's like, "That's stylist. That's what he there wants." There is a stylist. Somebody does. Well, that the, it may have been Fantastic Sam's, but I mean, it's. I mean, honest to God, I think when I was a kid, I cut my sister's doll's hair. Like, <laughs> it looked just I, like. That. I swear to God, I swear it did. The front like that, the short bangs. It had like the the back. Mm -hmm. The doll's hair would always stick mm -hmm. up in the back like that. I'm not guys, kidding. Guys, I, how, I hate how much this. of this? How much I, of this? Do we think is about the fact that despite how bad Mark Davis's haircut is, it's still a better haircut than Myers has. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Ouch. Ouch. That I give you two me. dad jokes. Uh, ding, ding, double ding that there, Josh. Double ding. You're three, me. by the way. On a completely separate note, the hold on, hold ratings. on, hold on, hold on. Oh, God. I, I have was, there was literally timing needed for that last line that I was going with. Go ahead, Mike. Fuck. Just forget me. Go ahead. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, I no, can't. what is it? What's no, up? No, what was no, the yeah. Okay, no. I don't like giving away business ideas. I've already given away too much on this show. But here's my next one, and I, I, I should just keep this to myself. So the NFL needs to make a new series of children's books based off Where's Waldo, but replace it with Mark Davis and his haircut in different NFL stadiums. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee it, it will be hit with the youngsters. It will oh, be yeah. hit with anybody. Yeah. Youngsters. I'd buy that. Yeah. <laughs> Where Easy to find. in the world is Mark Davis sitting in this crazy Where's Waldo scenario? Oh, found the haircut. Oh, there it is. On another note. Wait, back to the emails, though. My closing, it's a crock of shit. It's a crock of shit. Of course, it's a crock of shit. <clears throat> Didn't we establish that four and a half minutes ago? Yeah, but timing Did is everything. Like, Myers, was it, your joke. We, your joke. Your timing is everything. Thanks for saving that to that part there, Chris. 
Do you do? You, what do you think, Chris? You think it was a? I'm just kidding, man. Now I'm just busting jobs. No, wait a minute. That's the real Myers coming out right <laughs> yeah, now. It's true. Why are you holding back? Nice. We're finally getting 26 episodes nice. in, and the ball busting jackass finally comes. I'm out. trying to be nice. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. On another well, note, America wants to see the real Michael Myers. No, they don't. On another oh. note, the NFL <laughs> ratings are at an all-time high. So. Who gives a shit is what uh, Roger Goodell says. Is that the new slogan for the NFL? You know, NFL, official... you're watching it, and who gives a shit? The NFL official word for Roger wrong. Goodell. But who gives a shit? You're going to keep watching. All right. Let's talk a little bit about soccer. Josh, I know you've been following basketball very closely, but it turns out, I don't know if you guys can see the bottom of the screen, but Josh watches soccer too. Oh. So do me a favor, Josh. Tell me what you've uncovered. I do. I love soccer. I watch it. I do. <laughs> I watch it all the time, at least in certain ways. Um, anyway, UEFA. We've heard. Um, we've heard of those people, right? They're often yes. in Europe, and they're the the association of all the football teams out there. Well, FIFA has some plans uh, to turn the World Cup from a. These are some crazy new words that I learned. Quadri quadrennial which is every 4 years. Every 4 years, yeah. To a biennial event, which means they want to have years. a world they want to have a world cup every other year. So now, a lot of cups. It's a lot of cups all over the world. Now, there have been a bunch of associations including UEFA, CONMEBOL, which is the UEFA's <laughs> This new segment is Josh South doing accents and making up words. <laughs> Quadri Quadriennial. Uh, these are actually all real, real things. So from far. what's Uzbekistan. the story again? So, so, okay, so FIFA's looking at turning the World Cup into an every other year event instead of every four years. Okay. Stupid. Now, groups like UEFA, CONMEBOL, which are the associations in Europe and South America, the Global Players Union, FIFA Pro, a bunch of other associations across the world have voiced opposition to FIFA's proposal. Uh, they've cited a lot of different reasons. The IOC has come out and said, we don't like this because that would mean that they'd have to compete with World Cups during years where there's Olympics that are happening. So they're, yep. they're citing <clears throat> the 2028 World Cup would take place before 2028 Olympics in LA, which a lot of people. That's why this is a dumb to. idea. There's a lot of reasons this is a dumb idea, right? And UEFA has said that FIFA has not been able to demonstrate the benefits of hosting the World Cup every two years. I kind of laughed. Right. I laughed when I saw that because the benefits for FIFA are clear. They, out of a, a four year stretch from 2017 to 2020, 70% of FIFA's revenue came from one World Cup, the 2018 World Cup. So 70% of $6.5 billion that they earned over a four-year period came from one event. Yeah. So obviously, it's, it's pretty clear why they want to have more. But there is another side to this about they're, they're basically – they put this proposal out, and then all 211 FIFA member nations are coming together in December to vote on this decision. The NCAA has put in, put forth a motion for an injunction <laughs> where they could where they can delay that meeting another six months. Um, of course. But – basically every stakeholder here is looking out for their own members interest fifa is pushing this because they get you know they can increase their revenue basically 2x um and the fact that out of those 211 fifa member nations the vast majority of those nations want there to be more world cups the problem is the the revenue that is coming from the larger nations those are the ones that don't want more world cups so yeah. it's there's gotta have some type of balance that's struck. I just I just think it's too much inside. soccer. You guys think it's too much soccer? Too I worry much about soccer. the players. It's too much well, I... running and kicking <laughs> and waiting to run and kick. It's just it's a lot of it's soccer. a lot of soccer. It's a lot, it's of, a lot soccer. of soccer. Maybe they could do it every three years. I just feel like every two years is aggressive. You, that, you, that's so aggressive. it's not biennial or right. quadrennial. You'd be, be triennial. triennial. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I like I the sound you. of that. I think yeah. whatever you just said, Chris, that's the word. Triennial. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, so, we'll we'll keep an eye on that. Go ahead. I, Chris, did, but has anybody seen what you know the fans? I will. <laughs> what the fans think of this? Because I would almost think it would fall. Not quite as negatively as the Super League backlash, but I mean, people are like, no, this is why it's cool that it's every four years and you've got, 
you got Champions League and you got you know you've got it, there's no lack of other championships that are happening that you need to jam another fifa world cup in the middle of all right. of it i think there's a good balance right now right um i mean you could argue there's a super bowl every year there's every other championship every year so i get the argument why it wouldn't be that big of a deal to have every every two years or whatever but there's you know <sighs> i don't think it'll go through Maybe they'll be able to bump it up a little bit. I don't know. I don't. It's just interesting because the vast majority of FIFA's members will want this to happen. Probably about two thirds of the nations that are members of FIFA. However, but it's a bunch the, of Rhode all, all Islands the, and the Texas right. and the Californias are going to say nope. Right. Right. Well, look what happened in our country. When I, the, don't, I don't know the metaphor, but I'm with you. <laughs> you get it, uh, Chris. Cowboys. Chris, Chris gets it. I know, Chris, you, you've been sort of engulfed in this NWSL thing. You've been following the Lisa Baird resignation and all that. What's what's yeah. the update going on there? Well, they brought in uh, Marla Messing as an interim CEO. And That's she's, a big deal. She's from uh, ran USTA most recently. But she was, uh, she was leadership in the uh, 99 World Cup that, that the U.S. hosted uh, and was a founding uh, exec with... Um, with the uh, MLS. So, uh, you know, I mean, that sounds like a pretty strong move. I mean, the reality is right now her focus is damage control and making sure these investigations into, you know, three or four teams at least are yeah. properly conducted and trying to repair uh, the the uh, relationship with the uh, NWSLPA, Players Association. Um, so, well, you know. I just like that gig, by the way. Hey. This is shit show. Can you come yeah. to the interim yeah, CEO? Fix right. it. Then we'll bring come in another in. CEO once right. you've right. And then once right, once you have <laughs> yeah, had the worst 12 to 18 months of your life, yeah. got everything fixed, then we'll go pay somebody a lot more and have yeah. an easy job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they certainly picked an ace and and she'll do a great job. Uh real quick, a couple of things within within just soccer in general. Uh, this is kind of a big deal. We're going to talk about media rights as we get further in the show, but this is actually should probably hold off on this, but I'll talk about it now. The Premier League's U.S. media rights are coming up for bid. Um, everybody's going to be involved in this. Everyone is going to be involved in this. Um, soccer, European soccer has never been bigger. Premier League specifically has never been bigger in the U.S., and you can thank Ted Lasso for that. But uh, I, I have a feeling that uh, there's going to be a lot of suitors. All the major players that you know of are already expected to bid. NBC holds it right now. They paid $150 million last time. Uh, and I know that the bids are the bids are due in like two weeks. So I think you're going to see some movement on it who, here. Do you know anybody long. remember who had it before NBC? I don't, but I guarantee it was a lot less than 150 million. No, I, I know. Guarantee like this was going to be a lot more. That's exactly <laughs> that's exactly where player? I was going. Is PBS PBS. PBS, yeah, public broadcast system. Here's that they've got they've got Mr. Rogers at Congress asking for mm -hmm. enough money to bid on the European soccer stuff. So it should work I'm out. pretty sure. He's good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. A uh, couple other real, real quick hits. And this it's so funny that you, we could spend 10 minutes talking about the Premier League and then as an afterthought we could say, oh, and just the Premier League's U.S. rights are a huge deal. Also, MLS is actively seeking <laughs> the sale of every single one of their rights. Uh, and then Fox. Fox actually just acquired UEFA. Um, formerly also ESPN on this one, but but Fox came in and they're going to have uh, UEFA uh, US rights. They already have the World Cup and a couple other things, so I think they're building out a soccer portfolio more than anything. Did you did you say Fox? I said Fox. Do you yeah. think they're going to install a tracker on the ball if it's kicked more than yes. twenty miles an they're, hour? They're going to have Fox <laughs> tracks. <laughs> yes, they're definitely I mean, bringing back Fox tracks. That. And well, the robot. You all know I knew my it. love for Fox tracks, and that would yeah, get absolutely. me into soccer. The hard part about soccer is following the ball. <laughs> it is. It's it's very tough. Uh, last note on soccer, and this is more entertainment slash soccer slash whatever. Ted Lasso, I mentioned a second ago. I find it interesting. We always notice these product placement costs and things like that, rights and marks. So this is sort of all come together here. Apple is paying the Premier League a licensing fee. They already were to be able to use the IP for many different names as they were talking about the matchups each week and the uniforms and all that. They have It's come out that they have specifically... Who's caught up, by the way, on Ted Lasso? Raise your hand if you're caught up. Not yet. I'm going to this weekend. Okay. Um, well, uh, I, I hesitate. You know what, Chris? Cover your ears for a second. 
There you go. Because uh, Apple is specifically paying West Ham United $200,000 to use their IP. So you know that next year West Ham is going to be a big part of the show. And Nate the Great, you're a punk. You're the new Jimmy Tot. All right, you're back, Chris. Come on back in. Chris. Chris, you're back. Chris. So you, you got to fast that forward Apple to this has show. some money in the bank to purchase things like this. Yep. I mean, $200,000 is a decent chunk of change, but did you just hear that? They just made triple that in the time I used to right. mention it. <laughs> I didn't know where he was going with that, but that's very true. Uh, all right, let's stick with media rights for a second. Um, first, let's take a look at some things going on with Disney. Uh, you'll notice on the screen it says DIY. That's Disney without ESPN because Disney is looking to spin off potentially ESPN. Uh, I don't know if you've heard this. Disney currently owns ESPN, but they are looking. I've not heard that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, This is we're breaking news on the podcast. Disney owns ESPN. Um, But this one's pretty obvious. Uh, Live Nation does this with their sponsorship business separate from their concert business. They separate the, the part, the portion of the business that's mature and not growing rapidly from the portion that is growing rapidly because it helps the stock prices. Same thing with ESPN and Disney. If Disney spins off ESPN, it's because ESPN doesn't have much room to grow. Quite honestly, it's a massive beast and Disney is growing its streaming platform and everything else. So I think it's a shareholder play. I, do you think they'll spin it off, Chris? I know you 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 keep a, keep your eye on this kind of stuff quite a bit with team marketing report. I mean, it's on one is it hand, as simple like said, as making it, a different P and L, like just put it on its own P and L? I I see that happening. Yes, probably because of what you said. If it's it's now instead of inflating their stock price, it's bringing it down. But. Um, it's just keeping it flat. It's not necessarily hurting it. It's just keeping it flat. Well, but remember last week it's we just anchor. talked about how they're, they're hemorrhaging and, and taking on water until they get down under 50 million subscribers. Exactly. Yes. <clears throat> so that's not helping. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I from that standpoint, from the, from the stock price standpoint, it makes sense. But from the other business standpoint, to separate it and certainly have it as totally separate entities, I don't think Disney relies too much on sports and that, that's and that brand is a big deal for them in sports where it's the one place that people are still going live, right? So to truly separate it and that it could just completely break off and now they got to pay licensing or you know whatever uh, I, that does not make sense. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. All right. Interesting story. Another one, a little bit of sports gambling, uh, sticking with the meteorites theme, uh, an executive from Disney. And I feel terrible because I, I just s- stepped away from and I can't remember the guy's name that was that was speaking. But there's a gentleman from Disney, one of the executives. Walt, Walt. Disney. Yep. Walt Disney was talking. He's frozen uh, like you were, Chris. <laughs> That's yeah, right. right. He can uh, come back. Walt Any was minute. on. Walt Disney was unfrozen last week, and he was speaking at the uh, World Congress of Sports. I'd like to have his head talking with Ted Williams' head. They both come out of the cryogenics and they talk baseball and cartoons. What do you think about that? Huh? That'd be a good podcast. That'd be a that. great <laughs> podcast. Uh, so they're going to start getting involved. So I cracked myself up. It was great. That I was great, Chris. Up. That was funny. I, I was laughing. I don't know if you saw that. So. The statement was in revolving media rights and sort of the changing landscape as far as the players in the media rights game. And it's being bantied around that the sports gambling sites are it's bandied, bandied, bandied or bandied. bantered. It's bandied, yeah. Bandied okay. around that the sports gambling companies are now going to start entering the fray on these media rights conversations and attempting to be the rights holder for it came up in the NBA conversation, but it's going to show up everywhere. Um, oh, for con- sure. Yeah. The, I mean, the, it make, the, think about that content though. Like yeah. I'm surprised. I mean, at this point, Sinclair is hemorrhaging on all the Bally sports networks right there are, or yeah, way upside down about, on that acquisition. We're going to be talking right? about that here in a second. Right. That leads into the next thing. But I mean, they're, that's a mess. And I mean, you put a, you bring a BetMGM and you know, Caesars and 
I mean, they're on fire right now. Their stock prices are huge. Their revenues are huge from all this, the, you know, the legalized gambling. So, I mean, they come in and they take over these RSNs, for example. They brand it and they make most of the content is is around, uh, you know, gambling, betting, uh, picking and promoting that stuff. And then you still carry your baseball or whatever else you've got. Well, for I, I think that I think this is about we they, they want to come in and just own and they want to replace having the NBA on NBC. They want it to be the NBA on DraftKings so that you watch the NBA oh, game okay. literally streamed on DraftKings and DraftKings gotcha. owns the broadcast and therefore can run any gambling, actual gambling mid-broadcast. So I think the conversation is in a few years, you're going to be watching your games on DraftKings. I think it's it, – using the NBA as an example – yeah. We we all know we talked about they're looking for seventy five billion dollars for their yes, next media rights are. deal, which is going to be, I think, for like a nine year stretch. They're looking for seventy five billion dollars right now. Billion. Right now, between ESPN and TNT, they're getting two point six billion dollars a year. Mm-hmm. So that two point six billion a year, they're looking to get over eight billion on the next mm-hmm. deal. So uh, those two are not going to cut it. When that's where mm-hmm. these other players come in. So ESPN is going to have to. I mean, I'm sorry, the NBA is going to have to work something out. If they're really looking to, to hit that number of $75 billion, they're not going to get it just from ESPN and TNT. So that's it's exactly we, what we, we need, by the way. We need more bidders for this overpriced out of whack. <laughs> right. Rights. And there's already probably going to be the other players like Amazon and Facebook and, oh, yeah. and Netflix potentially and who knows who else. But in putting these you know sports gambling companies into the mix – on one hand, it, it's hard to imagine just because we've seen a more mature market across the pond in the UK and other places where they've really we, – we didn't have time to talk about this last week, but they really put kind of a kibosh on the amount of media coverage or, or commercial placements that these sports betting brands could put out into the, into the airwaves. Yeah. Um, so now imagining the actual sports gambling companies broadcasting it, that could be a way around it. Um, it'll be interesting to continue to follow. I mean, the NBA has been out ahead of this. They already have integrated gambling into games with telecast on ESPN2, NBA TV, and NBA League Pass. So it's certainly possible. And I think if they really want to hit that $75 billion mark, then this is going to be one way they have to go. The amazing. Imagine watching. Can you imagine watching a game on DraftKings Network, though, where, like, if you were on your uh, smartphone or tablet, You'd be watching it, and bets would come up live. Are they going to make this next shot? Is the over yeah, under? That's for what it is going to be. And that's one hundred percent what it is. Ding 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 ding. And they're banking. Ding 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 ding. You're not going to make the alimony payment. Ding 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 ding. Oh shit! They're oh, banking. I oh, I won. They're banking on $4. kids want because they say kids' attention spans. They want bite size this and bite size that. They're banking on those micro moments that the younger generation will be like, "Yeah, I'll bet on the next shot. I'll bet on the next shot. I'll bet on the next oh, yeah. shot." And I'm not going to say they're wrong. I don't think it's healthy, but I'm not going to say that that's wrong. Um, right. Yeah. Totally. You know, what, what the interesting thing about all these rights, and we still got one more big one to talk about, but it makes me think back to uh, way back in the 90s. There was a guy who was. <laughs> the, you say the 90s? Is that yes, even a real place? The 1990s, right? Myers was in his early 30s. Go oh ahead. Oh, my God. There was a guy named Neil Pilson who was at CBS. I think it was CBS. And CBS owned the rights to the NFL at that time. And the rights were coming up. And Neil Pilson, now this is Neil Pilson's version of this, but I remember him telling it directly. He said he went in and he said, you know, we need to keep this. And the president of the network said, no, we're not selling enough ad revenue to cover the cost of having this football on the network. So we're not going to meet that demand. Fox came in and said, I'll pay it and I'll pay more. And they said, fine. They sold the NFC, went on Fox. This was the NBC was on ABC or on uh, NBC was carrying the AFC and the NFC was on CBS. Fox came in, bought it and literally built their entire network on the back of the Sunday football. Yeah. Literally built Love and Marriage, whatever the name of that show was called um, with Al Bundy. Married with Children, thank you. The Simpsons, 60 Minutes, all that stuff. Not 60 Minutes, CBS. Uh, Married with Children, um, Simpsons, and their entire Sunday night broadcast. And every other night was promoted on Sunday. Everything. And they built the network. 
Now you X-Files. fast forward and people are fighting over this stuff. CBS overbid when the AFC came up and took it away from the NBC because they realized how big of a mistake they made. But anyway, I just find it amazing the difference between then and now. Uh, last one that we'll talk about on media rights, and this is probably the biggest one, biggest one to me anyway. Um, leagues outside the NFL, because they have the sunny ticket and they've got their own thing. All the leagues are exploring launching a national streaming service that will carry the in-market home games. So, yeah. So for those of you at home right now, if I subscribe to Major League Baseball streaming service or the NHL streaming service or whatever, I can watch the out-of-market games on that. But if there's an in-market game living in Chicago, if the Cubs are playing, I couldn't watch it on that streaming service. I have to go and find it on television to watch it, right? That's because of a blackout rule that the leagues have put in place many, 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 many years ago to make sure people would watch the games on television. Well, uh, the, the hidden part of this story is that the reason this is coming out now is last week, Bally's, Josh, you mentioned a second ago, Chris, you mentioned a second ago, they had bought up 17 RSNs and they have been telling these people in these markets, you know, wait till next year and we are going to have a streaming service where you don't have to subscribe to our service on the television. You can actually just get the game at home. My sister's one of those people. She has to subscribe to cable locally to watch the Blues and the Cardinals. She'd love to watch it on the streaming service, but she can't. Well, when the RSN Bally said that, the first person to respond was Rob Manfred and said, mm, not so fast. You don't own enough rights to be able to take that and put them on your local network there, pal, uh, or to stream them off the network. Those are our broadcasts. And so they've come out and said, we're going to create this thing, the MLB. So then the NHL and the NBA have said, we'll do it too. So now those three are going to come together. Manfred said it last week. Silver said it yesterday. It's happening. That's going to happen, by the way. 2023, every game will be available through the streaming service. What do you guys think about that, first off? Uh, I think they should have done it years ago. I think it's only going to help because you'll have, uh, you'll have a cut coming back to whatever, a marquee or in Chicago for the Cubs or – or um, I don't think you will. No, that's well. That's part of what I read was that there is a there is a there is a cut that would come back in the local market. Who the hell? First of all, just let me ask you this. Let's say that's true. That there's a cut coming back. I'll concede that there's a cut coming back to Marquee, Nesson, Yes, Bally's. Everybody's going to get a cut. Who out there watches an RSN for any reason other than your team being on that network? Who subscribes to that for any other content? No, I agree. I agree with. I agree with that. I think these these RSNs, you know, don't are like dead. the idea. Well, I don't know about dead because you're going to have super fans that are going to. I'm sorry. Watch have that. you seen the tagline? <laughs> That's retired sports networks. That's what RSN Ooh. stands for now. Did not know yeah. that. It's true. That's clever. Really You're too good. You're too Thanks. good, Myers. You really think they can survive that? You think an RSN can survive without the White Sox being on uh, CM, what is it? NBC well, Sports Chicago? I'm shocked but that here's any the RSN thing. is MLB... able to survive off the back of the White Sox as it is. Hey, so. dude, the Come White on, Sox man. have good numbers on their broadcast. They have like 20,000 people a game watching. Listen. So, that's almost um, as much you as don't talk exchange. smack but here's about the, the White Sox. But here's the thing. With the RSNs, I heard like, that. MLB doesn't care. I know they as, don't. As a whole, they, like the RSS. Of don't. And so it's a much better fan experience this way. So it's well, the, well, going to get shoved down a, their throats. You think it's a better fan experience to not be able to get your game on? The, look, I live in Chicago, so it's and I'm a no, no, St. No, Louis no. fan, so I watch all my stuff streamed through whatever. But do you think it's a better – do you think yes. streaming is a better option than watching it on Comcast Sports Chicago? Watching Do it on Mark, I think it is. Yeah. Well, as a fan, you think it's better. Well, but see, no. But what what you get in that market is you get the marquee feed. Yeah. And 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 so would you though? Is marquee yes. going to be a thing? Seriously, you think marquee's hey, going to hey, be a thing? Go ahead, um, go ahead, Josh. Mike, I just wanted to. This is just me and Mike talking now. Uh, do you okay. want to start a separate like spinoff podcast where we can do live reactions to Uniform Exchange? 
while it's happening, we can have like another camera off to the side so that we can be talking to like each the other. Like Mannings, the Mannings? When, when these I, two go off on tangents like this, then we I, I think can... it's brilliant. I'm in. You had feel me at free to hey, get Mike. involved, boys. And you I promise I will get you, right you I'll get you a mic and sponsors. What? Mike and we'll, we'll be sponsored. So you guys go back. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt anything. Go ahead. I all listen right, well, to all my games on the radio, just like NBA. I don't know what Kelly's going <laughs> all right so i'm gonna give give me 45 seconds to complain about one thing okay, the nhl the nhl now on espn right holy shit is it a terrible experience so far <gasps> terrible the nhl when they were scre- streaming before on the nhl app i could join the game an hour in and say i want to watch it from the beginning it would start me at the beginning seamless it was perfect no commercials fast forward to all that NHL on ESPN Plus. When you open ESPN Plus, first of all, 20 seconds. It's a vomit of content thrown in your face. Everything. Second of all, if you've told them who your team is, guess what comes up? 10 seconds. Wrap it up. The score of the game you're trying to start at the beginning from is on the freaking screen when you (laughs) open it. There's probably a setting for that, just like there's there is not. on BT, on BTN. Well, there is on BTN. So. I know there is. There is on BTN. Who would have thought the BTN network would be ahead of the ESPN Plus setup? You wouldn't think Guess so. Guess what doesn't but, open right. with the score anytime you want to listen to a game? The, the radio. radio. Yes, here we go. <laughs> All right. Well, I got a lot of problems with this ESPN on NHL thing, so we're going to deal with that later. Okay, next up. We'll have you as a guest on me and Mike's podcast if you want. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Called Dealing with the Bullshit. I got a lot of things to say. You know what, Mike, Josh, I need you to be quiet because Chris is going to talk about college Ooh. football expansion. Go ahead. Booyah. Chris. A booyah. The uh, American Athletic Conference, AAC, they're expanding by six teams. Uh, as you may remember, they lost Cincinnati, Houston, uh, and UCF, uh, Central Florida, to the, to the Big 12. Um, but whatever. And, uh, so that, that what was left over was East Carolina, Memphis Navy, which is football only, uh, South Florida, SMU, Temple, Tulane, Tulsa, and Wichita state. They actually were tempted to call the conference the leftovers. I just want to it's pretty much, that. it's what it is. <laughs> well, and listen who they're adding now this week. UAB, yeah. UAB, Florida Atlantic, UNC, Charlotte, uh, North Texas, Rice, and, uh, Texas San Antonio. You think they're going to be pissed when you when they realize that UAB is not Auburn? Well, right. <laughs> and the right. University of Texas is in San Antonio, yeah. not Austin. Yeah. They got us. Or UNC <laughs> is Charlotte, not yeah. Chapel Hill. Yeah. 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 So I mean, what's you know, 14 of these or there's 14 schools and 12 of them are for from Conference USA, which wasn't exactly a smooth ride for Conference USA. Conference USA uh, is getting punched in the gut. Yeah, but not a good what, for them. What you've got here is an AAC, AAC's TV deal with ESPN. It's got eleven more years on it. It goes through 2031, 32, whatever. There's no is. way ESPN tampered in this. No, but every week we start a conspiracy. Go ahead, Chris. Let's do this. Yeah, so it's paying like six six million a year to the schools, but. The, the everything that I've seen is losing the three, which ironically right now, they're like the conference, Oresco, the Mike Oresco, the commissioner, won't even like talk about Cincinnati, won't even acknowledge them. They're the number two freaking team in the country. They, you know, they could potentially be in the BCS. Uh, Are they one of the four teams play. left in Conference USA? Is that? No, no, they're one of the AAC teams that's oh, bailing gotcha. to go to the Big 12. Gotcha. And it's like they won't even acknowledge it. It's like their shining moment for this conference. But, the, I mean, the point is that those three teams are, are much more solid teams and draw much better our TV teams than any of these six teams. So their TV now has to be they – may, they may see a cut, a drop in their, what they're getting paid on TV. At the same time, they got to sp- spread less money out among more schools. Yeah. And Look, it, it's not a bad. It's not that the conference is doing a dumb thing. They needed to do this to save themselves. Right, they right. They didn't have a choice. But it, yeah. it, it could also the the other thing that I just saw this that that I just saw this afternoon somewhere was that this could really hurt their their um, group of five standings, the payouts from the college football playoff because sure. their overall rankings is not as strong. So it could hurt them in that sense as well too. So uh, you know, like you said, it's. It's far from ideal, 
I haven't done this in a while. Move on, Chris. <laughs> when are we going to get our move on Myers? You're never going to. I can, never I can gonna make, get it. I can never go gonna in, get I can it. Go ahead and say right now, we are never going to get that. Um, Don't worry, Mike. I have I have some things in the work behind the scenes. We'll, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get Do that. you have an intern now, Josh? I feel like you have someone working beside you right now. Can All you right, just pan over a little bit? Two minutes nope. for one topic here, and I want I want Mike and Josh specifically to weigh in on this. Okay. Okay. Did, any, did anybody see the article with Bob Huggins? No. Who is no. He West, is he West Virginia now? Yes. Yeah. So, so Huggy Bear, basketball coach, oh, has good. said that he thinks that the Power Five school, the big schools, should separate and do their own tournament, not be a part of the NCAA tournament, end it forever, and have their own tournament just with the big schools. What do you guys think of that? Is this Super Suck League? It, Huggy. Suck it, Huggy. Suck it. Your name is not Mike or Josh. Oh, sorry. Isn't it supposed to be the best of the best? Not like we only want to play with the people who we think we can play with and we'll be the best of that group or Well no, he I mean he's he's giving himself the toughest road if he were to do this by taking only the blue bloods, you know, the big schools, top thirty two mm-hmm. or whatever, power five. So it's not like he's trying to make an easier road because he's getting rid of the smaller schools. Bob but... Huggins must not be such a big soccer fan like me. Um, because he must not have heard what happened out in Europe with the Super League when they tried to do this. It did not uh-huh. go over Good well. Point. That is um, my exact thought. That's the mystique of March Madness, baby. Yeah. What, does everybody mess. get a trophy at the end of the tournament, too? Yes, I think so. That'd be nice. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, Josh, I, I, what you just said is what I thought, which is there's about no, how I watch soccer. Yeah, yeah there is no <laughs> way the fans. There's just no way the fans would allow this to happen. Because the beauty of the March Madness tournament is the Cinderella stories and all that. Yes. Could you just have the big schools play in a tournament? Sure. But will people watch it? Sure. You can't you can't mess with March Madness. If they no. want to blow they I think they'd have a lot better chance of blowing up the college football playoff and doing that with just the college football, because that's all the people that play in those games are the, the blue blood. Well, that's anyway. what they did, Josh. Right. To your point, that's what they did. That's Basically, why that's what yeah. he's using as the model. He's saying football did this, but they still, but the little too. schools technically they you know quote unquote have a shot to make it, but they don't. But you know, like like technically they do. In this, there would be a completely separate. I would enjoy the yeah, CFP you, more if they actually forced a small school in. I'd love to see a game yeah. between a small school in Auburn in the first round of sixteen and just but watch that massacre. Well, if you did that for basketball, <laughs> you'd never have Butler. Or Loyola, yeah. Or Wichita State, or oh wait, did you say schools. we wouldn't have Loyola? Maybe this yeah, is yeah. I know a bad that would idea. be last year. That would have been good for <laughs> Illinois, but mm-hmm. but I mean that to me is the that's the beauty of that tournament. Yeah. It's, it's true. totally different than football because football's always been about the big boys and the big bowl games. Now, how do I get one of those again? <laughs> uh, all right. Speaking of Chris, if you do that one more time, we are going to see a side of Chris that no one wants to deal with. Nobody. His butt? Oh. Uh, hey, hey. Hey, oh, oh, hey, hey. All right. This is a people kid having show. a bad week. Speaking of Chris, people having a bad week. <laughs> this is a kid show. <laughs> Hello, children. Let's talk Go sports marketing. <laughs> Anybody have any people they want to nominate? For mm. people having a bad week, Josh, do you have anybody? Uh, yeah, I you got look at like least, you somebody. I got at least one, if not two. Who people. is your person that you think's having a bad week? I want to start off with my. Uh, I was going to say my close personal friend Ben Simmons, but we've really <laughs> we've gone through a tumultuous period over the last off season. We talked about Ben last week when it came to player empowerment and and him kind of taking it a step too far, trying to get out of his deal one year out of a five year one year into a five year deal where he's getting paid a hundred plus million dollars. I'd take it, but this is Ben Simmons' week. This is Ben Simmons' week this week. He starts out getting kicked out of practice by Doc Rivers uh, because he had a cell phone in his pocket. He was expecting a text. Um, mm. And thus was suspended a game. Wait a second. Dive out. Pause. Hold on. Hold on. I'm pretty sure you just took a meme and made news out of it. Because I don't think that's actually why he got kicked out of it. That was a meme that we sent around. 
but I don't think that's actually why I got kicked out of practice, is it? I'm not. I I'm not <laughs> discounting anything at this. I am point. not I, a journalist. I think he got um, kicked out of practice because he listen, refused to join in a couple of drills. Nobody. No, but no, it just he didn't want to be there. Josh, Are we sure that, that a phone was in his sweatpants? Hey, <laughs> was that uh, a 13 Pro X or yeah. it was a so mini, here, an iPod it mini? Listen, it doesn't matter. He got kicked out of practice. He had such he a did. bad attitude on his face. He clearly didn't want to be there. He did. So he got kicked out of practice. True. Yesterday, Jason Kelsey. Philadelphia legend, center for the Philadelphia Eagles. He made that big, crazy speech uh, wearing like a genie outfit when they won the Super Bowl. He called out Ben Simmons yesterday for not responding to this poor play with his performance and getting better, but instead kind of crawling into a hole. So he's getting called out by the city's legends. Now he's out with a lower back issue. Uh, he came in for an individual workout today and he told the the training staff, "I have, my back hurts. And I just actually saw this notification pop up during the podcast. Daryl Morey, who is the president of something of the the, the, the Sixers, he yeah. he's the president of the Sixers. Elton Brand, president of the Sixers. Elton Brand is the GM. It was either the GM or president. Myers, shut your mouth. <laughs> he's the this is what Daryl Morey. Go ahead. He's the president of the Sixers. Yeah. He he responded to a question. He said, "You're going to think I'm kidding, and I'm not. This issue could take four years." We're in the prime of Joel's career. This is not a day-to-day issue. Every day we are going to expect Ben Simmons to be back here or we trade him for a difference maker. Ben Simmons is not having a good week. No. He is well, here's he's bringing the shit on himself. I could talk about the player entitlement. If you read Sham's story yesterday, today, whatever it was at The Athletic, he comes into the facility and he ignores everybody. The security guys to the staff, he ignores them. And he goes in, and then he goes off to the other side and does his own shit away from all of his teammates. There was a, there's a story they said on Sunday when they came into practice, the teammates said, hey, welcome, Ben. And he just looked at him and nodded his head and went on doing his own shit. And he's only doing, when he does drills, only defensive drills. None on offense. I mean, he, what the fuck is this guy's deal? Give me a break. It's funny, because, it's, it's funny because he's idiotic. already known... He's already known as one of the best defensive players in the league, and he's known as being one of the not best offensive players in the league. So for him to only be working on defense, yeah. You and know Joel, what I, I thought of last week after this player entitlement thing? Like, well, it's just like a coach. If he leaves his deal early, he's got to have a big buyout. Okay, Ben, you can get out of your contract. you got to pay $100 million to get out of your contract that you signed for $150 million or you know, whatever it was. Fine. That's your way out. Sitting here and doing this kind of douchebaggery where the team can't do anything right now until who's on the bus? Who's on the bus? Let me tell you something. Beep, that beep, son of a bitch beep. was Here not even on my list to get on the bus. No, I can just Because tell. let me tell you who was ready to get on. Oh, I'm putting on the bus. Tell us. Can tell I tell us? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Go ahead. It's yours. The floor is yours. Nick Rolovich, Washington State's former coach. Your dog is joining you in this anger. Spike is angry like right now. Man, Spike is up Rolovich's ass. He's... <laughs> He is. That's his back hurts now too, but the the, the guy just got fired. With, I, I think fired with cause. I think that could be another segment. That'd be a good segment for us. But the guy's been at Washington State for less than two years. He came in as a hero, first of all, because Mike Leash was an even bigger douchebag, and he came in and he like hung out with the fans and he, he built a lot of uh, equity that way. But then, right after the the George Floyd murder, he was. He used some expression that it was like, this is an action that will be perceived at a certain level as black versus white. And it's like, what, what, what do you, you're not, you're missing the point completely, dude. And then he had the uh, Cassidy Woods was the receiver, wide receiver on the team who joined this group, We Are United, that was about racial justice, revenue sharing, and pandemic safety. And he, Rolovich didn't know it, but he got recorded. Otherwise, we wouldn't have heard this. But on the phone call, basically threatening the kid for his scholarship. And if you need to knock that shit off, if you're going to continue to play here. 
So the guy already had proved he, he wasn't the greatest guy in the world. But then they come up with the state's got you have to mandated vaccine. And he said, I'm not going to get it. Why? Uh, it's personal. Never said why. Then he tried for a religious exemption, which I'm pretty sure he's not a Christian scientist, a self-healing, religious no, healing he's guy. he's a devout so, Catholic, he said. Right. That's what it so, out. right, that's your, there's your religion, uh, religious exemption is right out the window. So then he tries to play a game of chicken with uh, Pat Chun, the, the athletic director and the president of the university, because, and he goes out and he wins the game on Saturday night, get him back to four and three, and oh, you know, how, you can't get rid of me. Oh, yeah, on Monday... He didn't make the deadline. He's fired. Good. You could suck at Rolovich because that is just idiotic. There's no reason. There is no reason. I know I'm supposed to let it go. Okay, thank you. The only thing I'm going to say while Chris finishes whatever the hell he's talking about is I just hope I never become a head coach of a, a college football team and make the same decision and get fired and have Chris talk that much shit about me. Uh, lesson learned. Thank you, Chris. This guy lacks any principle. He's yelling on mute. He's yelling on mute. For all our listeners at home. And if you're not going to stand and explain what you're standing for, <laughs> screw you. You should not be the leader of a team. Oh. I agree. Couldn't agree more, Chris. Thank you. Oh. Uh, that I my nearly passed out oh. from coughing, laughing and coughing. My Chris God. Just, Chris just ripped up Mike's contract. Cool. Oh. Guess he's a free right. agent. Josh, so give what's us like next? a Josh, give us like a one minute. I know you were you sent me a text saying you want to talk about Evander Kane. Give me one minute on Evander Kane. What's going on with Evander Kane? A lot. A he's lot's been going on with Evander Kane. Evander Kane's been having a bad week. Mm-hmm. He one minute. You know what? Some could say he's had a bad summer. Uh, over the last week, he was it was found out that he had submitted a fake vac- vaccination card to the NHL to skirt around the vaccine policies. Right now, there are no requirements that you have to be vaccinated in the NHL, but there are different rules for vaxxed and unvaxxed, in particular into when you go play games in Canada, which yeah. is very relevant. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they would have to quarantine lucky. For, a, for a time. He could be, yeah, he, I mean, I don't know that he hasn't had any games in Canada yet, but that could have been, you know, actual prosecution if he wound but, up sneaking into Canada. Yeah, they don't mess um, around in Canada. No. Like, if you take a fake Vax card in Canada, he wouldn't be getting, he's lucky he's an athlete. Because he's so only one of the 21 games suspension. One of the things, we, we've talked a lot about Evander Kane, more than I ever would have thought I would talk about Evander Kane in my life. Third line last player for the, few, the last San few Jose weeks. Sharks. Um, he was being investigated for allegations that his wife made against him for domestic violence, mm-hmm. um, which actually the league found were not they, they could not substantiate those claims over the last week. They put they put that out in the same announcement, along with he's being suspended for 21 games for submitting a fact, fa- fake vaccination card. Oh, by the way, we couldn't prove that he domestically abused his wife, but like, we're going to put on the same press release so that nobody ever hears about that. Yeah. So they're not happy. I don't think anyone's happy with the better. Right? His wife is zero for two, by the way. She she put in the uh, the gambling thing, and then the right. abuse, and neither one of them has panned out. And I don't know whether he did or he didn't do them, but it didn't work in her favor. Either. So glass half full for Evander Kane? Probably not. <laughs> I'm just. I just think we give this. What's the over under? I'm thinking ten days. Uh, something else is going to happen with this dude. With Evander um, Kane, yeah. yeah. Before oh, yeah. the 21 game suspension is up, something there will be another story. Yes, I, I bet I you actually... a brand new mic. Ooh, I'm going to win that one. That would. Never hey, Mike. Happen. I actually I, I feel a little bit bad today because. Um, I'm actually using your mic as my laptop stand. Oh, Are you just kidding to, me? Just to Are show you, you where you, where your standing is on, on that the show. Is I, I, that's, that, uh, that's, that's, that's got to be kidding me. That's, that's an unopened mic. Cool, dude. You look so like it's Darth Vader. He keeps talking about how he sent that to you, and now he shoves it in your time face out. like time that. Out. Everybody yeah. stop for a second. Chris, do exactly what you just did with your shirt for a second, please. He looked like Darth Vader. <laughs> A little different that time, but pretty good the last time. All right. Uh, hey, guess what I do every day uh, at five what? five forty-five? 
I sit on my front stoop like this, waiting for the mail man or lady <laughs> and the package to get delivered. Come to find out, it's your fucking laptop. New me, topic. Sir, but can new I trouble topic, you for new a new topic, topic please? New topic. Uh, oh, my God. He gone. He gone. He gone. He gone. All right. Last thing, guys, we're going to do some quick hitters. Real quick hitters. Uh, we have at least two things to talk about. One, Chris, you want to talk? You know what? We'll talk about this first. So, sports licensing deals. This was a story done by Terry Lefton and the SBJ talking about logistics and how they're having issues from a supply chain standpoint all over the world getting things to. This story was specifically about things within sports. So the 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 feature of the article was the Spalding basketball, which is the official NBA of basketball, but basketball of NBA, the official. It's basketball. not, by the way. It's not. It's Wilson. So you like to correct everybody. Yeah. Well, no, I'm, I'm just telling you what you. he reported. Okay. Well, he's wrong. I know it's Wilson, right? Are I know you, it's Wilson. I'm telling you, know you what it's reported. Well, you didn't right? No, right. I'm just you know telling. Nothing. I'm just reporting the reporting. Okay. <laughs> oh, now Josh is gone. Everybody at some point in this podcast has gotten up and left or muted or taken up and off camera except for me i don't know it's because i'm just well, delivering we, flawless yeah. right because you're the douchebag um you're on the bus anyway you are on the bus they can't get their own ball they can't sell the ball on amazon the note on amazon actually says we don't know when or if this will ever be back in stock <laughs> it's literally are what you serious serious uh, they have a couple of quotes from Noah Garden talking about with championship stuff. They had a guy, Jack Boyle from Fanatics, basically saying, no, no, it hasn't affected anything as far as the champions, T-shirts and hats and all that. We should be able to get that stuff out and all that. Here's why I bring it up, because, guys, one of our biggest sponsors, Birdie Box. You guys are aware of Birdie Box, the greatest luxury eating platform on the planet, right? I just right. want to point out, guys, we are officially entering the craziest time of the year. It's holiday time. Something crazy's happening at Chris's house, I think, right now. I don't know if that's Chris. Chris, say you. That's good. That's, I like it. No, I keep going. I like You're it. ruining the Birdie Box commercial. Yeah. If you do anything, by the way, around the holidays, specifically with holiday gifting, if you haven't nailed that down yet, you need to reach out. You can call me directly. It's fine. This is not a joke. Global supply chain issues this year. And this is all, this is very serious. That is a real issue. It's an issue every year, but specifically this year. Birdie Box can help. And I'm telling you, no joke, now. Like, you got to do it. Now you got to move now. Like, yesterday, if you wait, you're going to be gifting your holiday gifts in April. And I don't want that for any of you. And I just wanted to point that out. Okay, What's hot thing. this year? What's hot this year? Let us know. Cashmere blankets? Like, cashmere wool blankets is hot okay. this year. Anything electronic? Ooh, what's, what do you got there? We got Ooh, a, a, waterproof, a waterproof Bluetooth speaker. Electronics is always hot. I'll take one of those hot. with my mic, please. Thank you. Electronics is always that. We uh, we'll do a little feature next week. Next maybe. week, we'll I want to hear. I'm, I'm dead serious. I know I you hear. are, and I'm dead serious. I will share it with. Look at that. Good. It's nice. Thank you, BBT. But it's not. Insane. It's not Birdie Box quality though. I mean, that's well, a whole nother level. Let's no, just that's it. That is that's BB Tech. Is, that's that's one of the products Birdie Box carries. Yeah, that's a yeah. national sports. Yeah, yeah. He was showing a he was showing a Birdie Box. I'm still waiting on my Birdie Box gift, by the way. So I've never gotten one. So love me some BB Tech. All right. Um. Chris, you wanted you had mentioned something about somebody coming in and trying something to buy one third somebody. of all Endeavor, Endeavor Silver Lake. They're, yep. they're VC all over the place. Mm -hmm. uh, like Arctos, they're looking to buy fractional shares of of uh, probably multiple major league teams. But um, the the news this 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 last couple of days is that they're they're trying to get in and right now on ownership of up to twelve minor league baseball teams, and with the potentially getting up to ownership of 40 teams. So that's one third of the, because MLB contracted 40 teams last year. So it's 120 teams. So we're going to have one third. And I, I tried to get this looked up so I'd have an actual number, but I, I'm sure that it, it's probably of the remaining 80 teams, uh, 60 of them might be owned by their major league parent at this point. So now you'd have, you're down to two real groups that are controlling these teams. It's going to be interesting to see how that shakes out. Yeah. I, I mean, it's good for the stability of these minor league teams. Sure. But it's, I mean, from that standpoint and weathering a pandemic. I haven't done a lot of research again, to but, see what kind of control they would have and how that would affect the parent clubs. I don't, would it at all? I mean, no. I and what they would, right? open another one, what they, what they do right now, they're, they've, 
begun instead of flipping every year two years they're now doing the the new agreements i think are all 10 years Mm -hmm. so maybe it's maybe somewhere five or something so there's not the the flipping around it's more efficiencies that we've seen from like uh gold clang group that owns you know five or six teams and those kinds of things that's the way just like franchising uh, restaurants or whatever. I guess, isn't that kind of weird to think that one third of all teams owned by one group? I mean, no, I it's, it's it is weird. bizarre. I think it's kind because of because that goes that goes contrary to what minor league baseball is. It's locally owned by right. you know a couple of guys that put a group together, and it's all about the local community. And this takes yeah. that away. I'm not sure if I love it. I'm not sure if I love it right now. Um, all right, guys, this was good. We actually we oh, one hour and oh, eight we seconds. D- we missed it. Move by eight on, seconds, Chris. But, Lost that DraftKings. All right. All right, gentlemen, get your birdie box orders. Get them to me. Get them to me fast. A subscription to TMR, a subscription to TMR would be a nice team marketing report would be a very, I mean, a hell of a gift for the holidays for your hell of a gift. sports business people. Uh, and if you need some tips on what to drink in the holidays, Mike, I don't know, Mike, what are you drinking today? I'm drinking a little 312 oh, lemonade are, shandy because when I love, life throws you lemonade, you take that tartness and make a beer with it. No. A cheers. I love everything that Goose Island makes except that. Okay, let me just be. My I'm, God, Chris, honest. can you just get a beer? We are being and honest with each other. Down. I You're making me depressed. This is, is good this? right here. Look at that. No, I'll put it away. Well, hey, email me at help at teammarketing.com <laughs> and I will I will God give you a discount. Over I will give you a discount code, people. I will give you a that discount, discount code, code for half be off. Uniform exchange. That's yes. Be- you know what? You know what? Use that. Go to TMR. Use the. I'm going to go put it in right now. Uniform exchange and get 50% off any level of membership at TMR. Mike, join us next week as we're going to be a group of three where Chris won't be invited. (laughs) I think that makes a lot of sense.